Get ready. We are so excited. We have uh, Sean Levy with us, and he is, um, we've talked to you before. I think we had you on for your book, Paul Newman, A Life. I'm pretty sure several years yes. ago. And you are, oh, you're a delicious writer. Your new book, The Castle oh. and Sunset, Life, Death, Love, Art, and Scandal at Hollywood's Chateau Marmont. You totally made the walls of this whole hotel talk with your delicious research and interviews. Oh, thank you so much. What a, what a, what a nice way to start. Oh, I mean, I'm telling you, and uh, this is Lori, and I was reading your book, Poolside, at the Bellagio, and it was kind of delicious reading about this kind of amazing hotel in Hollywood. And, you know, then I, there I am staying right across from the Flamingo and sort of the intersection of how Las Vegas and Hollywood and the stories, I just was like... Just so delightful to read. What made you be interested in unraveling the Chateau Marmont? Well, I always wanted to write a book about the Sunset Strip in the 60s, and I could never quite figure it out. And in 2016, I was looking for a new book subject with my editors and was batting that Sunset Strip idea around, and one of the editors just said, well, what about Chateau Marmont? And it was like, uh, you know, a complete epiphany. The whole book appeared in my head in one piece. I mean, I didn't know what I would find when I did the research or what people would tell me, but I knew the shape the book would have and what place my Sunset Strip idea would have in it. So it was kind of like, Half my idea, half good fortune. Well, and, you know, I think the thing is that, you know, like if people think, oh, this that could be a dry book. I it, Because there's an endless supply of famous people that you have stories about that you tell in cast, The Castle on Sunset, it's almost like the hotel in itself is this whole other character. Mm-hmm. And to me, it felt very like I was just reading a great fictional story but about a real place i mean that's you really were making the walls talk to talk to us when we read the book thank you thank you it's a a biography of a building yeah the building happens to be on this famous corner on a famous street it had five or six ownership periods that represented different phases of history and in each of those phases it entertained famous guests So people come and go, just like in a hotel, Gene Harlow, Roman Polanski, James Dean, uh, John Belushi, but the hotel is always there. And that was the the fun of the story, that I got to tell the downstairs story, you know, the maids and the parking valets, and the upstairs story, which is the celebrities. Yeah. And one of the things about um, the Chateau Marmont that Lori and I experienced is... The first time we went there, we couldn't figure out how to get in. We couldn't figure out how to get in. Yeah, yeah, they, and, and it's changed over the years. The, where the restaurant is now used to be the front entrance, and you could come up from the street or the parking valet area. Now, it doesn't look like an entrance at all, but that's partly because it was built as an apartment building. Yeah, It didn't have a grand driveway, and you know you didn't see it from blocks away and say, oh, that's where we're going. It was 43 discrete units, all with their own kitchen, obviously, since they're apartments and sitting area and bath. And when you go in there now, you have a suite. There are no regular hotel rooms. Every Everyone's got a, a, a large setup. Yeah. Um, and the, that, that added to the privacy. You didn't have to come through a grand lobby or have a 
be greeted by in a public place by someone who is parking your car. You pull up in a in a garage. Right. It's it's cool. So, Sean, when you're you know researching the book, because boy, I'm sure this was just amazing to put together. And what were the some of your surprises? Oh golly, the book is filled with. Yeah, well, it I is. I know it. I know it yeah. is. But what ones do you yeah. think that we'd heard about before that people kind of knew about, or ones that you absolutely no one knew this story? Um, you know, there are things in there I didn't know that John Cheever had stayed there and written an important story and written about the hotel extensively. Even Cheever scholars hadn't connected him to Chateau Marmont. I didn't know about an owner named Erwin Brettauer who owned the hotel for more than 20 years and funded resistance to Hitler in his native Germany oh. and funded classic cinema and then um, became uh, a, a very progressive owner of a Hollywood hotel. Chateau Marmont, I didn't know prior to writing the book, was the first showbiz hotel on the west side of, of Los Angeles to be racially integrated. Hmm. So it was just filled with things like that. And then little things, you know, the guy who owned the hotel for a year and his wife wound up being uh, the, one of the chief advisors to the uh, guru uh, Rajneesh, who took over the town in Oregon. Oh, yeah, oh, the, the documentary. Yes. I re- yeah, I remember right. that. Right, right. One of that guy is one of the Bhagwan Rajneesh's closest confidants was a woman whose husband owned the hotel for about a year. Oh. He moved in when they were getting a divorce. Oh my! When when did it become like the the saying or whatever? You know, if, if you're if you're a famous person, if you want to be seen, go to the Beverly Hills Hotel. If you don't want to be seen, stay at the Chateau Marmont. When did that reputation come into play? That started very early. The, the apartment house was built in 29. It was sold and converted to a hotel in 32. And soon after that, Jean Harlow was there on a honeymoon, during which time she cheated on her husband. Wow. Um, and, you know, Billy Wilder was staying there. It, it got adopted by movie people pretty quick, and they realized it was different from the Beverly Hills or the Beverly Wilshire or the Ambassador Hotels. All of those were very grand and lovely places, but they were very public places with restaurants and big lobbies and long driveways, and people would see you come and go. Chateau Marmont, you came and went, and nobody saw you. Right. It's unbelievable. Yeah. You know what? Okay, so talking about, like, when when we get to the chapter in your book where you talk about everything that happened as far as John Belushi, you know, his last days or whatever, however you want to say that. But the thing I really thought was very interesting was, you know, the 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 stories that you got from people about how mad and upset people were about the wired the book by Bob Woodward about Belushi that people really felt I don't know he misrepresented how he was going and and there was a real stain I think on John's memory when that book came out right yeah you know um, Bob Woodward is a reporter a journalistic reporter he's not. His books aren't noted for, like, their poetry or their humanity or their sense of humor. He's a a curious choice to write about, you know, for you to choose if you're the widow or brother of John Belushi. Mm -hmm. And they, in fact, approached him because he was from Wheaton, Illinois, same as the Belushi brothers. Okay. Um, And then they got an expose by the guy who wrote All the President's Men. Right. And, you know... There's no faulting the research and the journalism in his book. Yes. But it, 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 you, you wonder, why, why write this book at all? You have no feel for this man right. whose life you're describing. You have no feel for what was 
his comic genius. It's it's just a heartless book. But, yeah. you know, as I say, flawless as journalism. Yeah, right. I know. And I mean, I think, too, that's why you really are passionate. I mean, you Rat Pack Confidential, you know, that was another great book that you uh, wrote. Uh, Paul Newman, A Life. I mean, that was just, uh, you know, an amazing book. And now The Castle on Sunset. It just, if you love Hollywood, Hollywood. stuff, and I mean, it was so enjoyable uh, to read because you are just a hell of a storyteller. With your oh, good research. Oh, thank you. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, it helps to choose the good stories. I've been well, fortunate right. being able to write about things that I'm passionate about. How long did it take you to write The Castle on Sunset? I would say from the, the day the editor said to me, what about Chateau Marmont? Mm-hmm. Pardon me. Until the day he got the first draft manuscript was perhaps 16 months. Yeah. Okay. It was always going to be a quick job. Some books have taken me two to three years. This one we knew was sort of like light and summer reading and, you know, kind of a beach read. And you don't want to labor over something like that. And I think when I've labored, I've produced the work, but they don't read quite the same way. Sean, you know, have you spent a lot of time then at the Chateau Marmont? I'm not as a guest. During okay. the 80s and 90s, when I was a journalist in Los Angeles, I was there quite frequently to conduct interviews. Okay. I was in many of the different units, and you know, I saw the condition of it then and now, and then it was kind of a rundown place, and now it is gorgeous and opulent, and it looks like a luxury hotel of the 40s and 50s, but in those days it didn't look like a luxury hotel. So they've, they've done this wonderful sleight of hand where you think you're living in a golden age, but in fact that golden age wasn't, didn't take place at that hotel. Yeah, yeah the it. rooms, I was just looking at the rates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it starts it's, at it's like spendy. 650 Yeah, it's like he said, they're yeah, all yeah, suites. And, and that one's, you know, your bedroom is large enough to accommodate the bed and your legs. Right. You know, um, <laughs> And the bungalow where Belushi died was two fifty a night when he in nineteen eighty two when he when he passed away and it's over six thousand a night today. Wow! Jeez. Yeah, I um, I yeah, it just the book is is really good and is John Krasinski really adapting uh, the Castle on Sunset for HBO? Is that true? Not for HBO that I know of. Okay, he, he has a he has a deal at Paramount. Um, oh. So to Paramount make this- Television. Is a production company. Okay. We're not quite to, to uh, an announcement yet, but we're always hopeful that, that John and his partners are finding the right person to, to do the job. Okay. Are you well, excited? That's, that's, that's exciting, exciting, John. It, it is exciting, but I don't want to. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not the guy in Monopoly yet looking at the yachts and trips okay, around the fine. world. All right, All right. Tell us this then. What is the last great book that you read or that's on your nightstand that you're going to get to? Oh, I just finished a book um, called Daisy Jones and oh, the Six. I love Laura that book. I just read it. Yes, yes, it's so great. It, it, it's it's a, a, a fictional history of a fictional band from the 70s, and it's so lifelike that I kept looking through it for pictures of them. Same here. I, I Googled you know, when I was I done with the book. It. I'm like, this has to be a real band. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah. Uh, you know, I... You you know who some of the stories are about. They're really like Fleetwood Mac stories mm-hmm. and the Eagles and things like that, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. That girl did such a great job. That that woman did such a great job writing it. 
I say girl as a sign of affection. Yes, um, we, we take it as a sign yeah. of affection. Well, Shawnee, wow. it was wow. great, great, great to talk to you. We appreciate it. Your book is fabulous. The Castle on Sunset, Life, Death, Love, Art, and Scandal at Hollywood's Chateau Marmont. And we'll look forward to reading your next book. Oh, thank you so much. I think you'll like it. Okay. Oh, Thanks, Thanks, Sean. Sean. We'll be back.